You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Mike Golick. God bless football, Stu. Here we go. Thank you, Mike. Brock Purdy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Come on. Seriously? That's that's where you're going to go right out of the gate? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Give me your thoughts. Because that was, that was a great game last night, a great game yes. for the Ravens. I think that yes. bodes well for the Dolphins. I'll explain why in a second here. But let's get your thoughts here on the Ravens beating up beating up the San Francisco 49ers at their place last night. Mike. They did. Listen, first and foremost, give credit to Baltimore. I mean, we, we talk about complete teams. Uh, the Finally, the help they gave Lamar at the wide receiver position, and I'll get into Lamar. And that defense reminds me kind of like, I hate to do this, the old school, mean, hard-hitting defenses and just aggressiveness that Mike McDonald, their D coordinator, is showing. It, it is it is fun to watch now Brock Purdy four interceptions two were tips and the third he got his arm hit when he threw the ball so very tough to say really bad four interceptions on him the one in the red zone that Kyle Hamilton got in the end zone that was a bad one he got right he got he got burnt on that one. Mike the other one where he knew he had a free play and still threw the ball anyway was a terrible decision by Brock Purdy yeah yeah it, listen so the interceptions like I said three of the four were not really on him, but his decision-making for the night, it wasn't one of his better nights, but no. put, give a lot of credit to Baltimore for that. You know, that, that Baltimore kind of muted those weapons that San Francisco that we keep talking about because Kittle was making catches. I mean, I, I think he led them in receptions, Kittle and then Ayuk and Debo Samuel. He still, there were still, I mean, Sam Darnold actually came in and did, took him right down on a drive to score. You're like, it was weird because, he takes him down to score. It looked like Purdy was going to go back in the game. Right. He had a pinched nerve and went up to Kyle Shanahan and they talked and that was it. Purdy was done for the night. I'm sure it was. We don't want to risk anything further, though. You're not going to get much further with a pinch nerve. I had a million of those. But again, when you're a quarterback, it's a different story. So it was uh, it was better safe than sorry in that situation. Uh, Mike, I, the, the way I read it was, and Kyle Shanahan spoke to Brock Purdy. Purdy went up to Shanahan and said, I'm good to go. Shanahan right. put the old, uh, you know, the play calling sheet right in front of his face so no one could read his lips right. and right. told Purdy, hey, you know, Sam just scored a touchdown. You're hurt. I'm going to ride with Sam the rest of the game and see what happens. Uh, I, I'm guaranteeing you, Mikey, I thought <laughs> was thinking what I was thinking. Holy shit, Sam Darnold's going to come back and win this game, and we're going to have that moment that we're going to have with Zach Wilson five years from now. <laughs> I mean, amazing. We we. Because we almost got the same moment of, you know, with Tyrod Taylor going in for Tommy DeVito and yes. the DeVito era ending, right? I see the I see the comparison yep. between, you know, that Darnold and Purdy. He should have took the $20,000 from the pizza place, I'm telling you. Yeah. How about it, huh? But, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, that's why they kept Sam Darnold. That's that's why. You know, you're, but, but listen, it didn't lead to a win, but he's a competent enough quarterback to try and keep your, your team's head above water. But let me tell you, it just – the ship started sinking O-lineman after O-lineman after O-lineman going down for the 49ers. My God. I mean, 
all of a sudden, Jadavion Clowney looked like the number one pick of the draft again because he's going against a second and third string. I mean, they shifted. Yes. Guy, they had to. They were on their last offensive lineman of the guys that they had nicked up. So they had to switch guys around, and it was just feast time for Baltimore. Who and they? It's not like they need the help. They came in leading in sacks, so it's not like they don't know how to get to the quarterback. So it's just like it's just like shark circling and a whole bunch of blood in the water that just keeps getting worse and worse. I just want to clean something up, and we'll get to your thoughts here on Lamar Jackson. Uh, Purdy had that interception where. Two flags were thrown. He knew even if he completed the pass, the play was coming back because it was obvious holding, and he still put the ball out there, and it got picked off. You need to throw that out of bounds, Mike. It was not his best night. I'm not going to write him off, but it was not his best night. Agreed. It was not his best night, and again, we put some of that on. That was only statistically the best defense in the NFL he was playing against. So there's a reason he had an off night, and there's a reason – they say defense wins championships. I'm not going to go that far, but defense is a huge, obviously, part of the game. Defense has kind of sort pretty much outplayed offenses this year. We've talked about it all year, that offenses haven't looked as good. Defenses have looked really good, and the Baltimore Ravens defense is one of them. Now, you nick, get Kyle Hamilton nicked up at the end. Let's hope it's nothing serious. He had an MCL. He had a brace already on the knee. He hurt it again. Those things are are so painful, the MCLs. It's a smaller ligament. It hurts really, really bad. Uh, so hopefully that won't be a lot, a lot of time, if any, lost there. Because that guy has turned into one of the great Swiss Army knives, knives in this league no with doubt. what he can do. Remember when he first came in the league, it was kind of, where do we play him? Now it's like, where don't we play him? We play him deep. We play him linebacker depth. We play him on the line. I mean, he has really developed into one of the better safeties in the league, and that's that's helping what's already been a great defense. Uh, Mikey, A, put me in the living room as Sam Darnold scores that touchdown. He's driving again. Ah. Did you think we were going to have a moment, Mikey? A? <laughs> were you furious at Sam Darnold last night? <laughs> no, because I always <laughs> knew he would succeed as soon as he left uh, the Jets <laughs> and then Carolina. My Abby Abby said, that's Sam Darnold from the Jets? I said, yeah. She goes, he looks like a different person. I go, that's what good coaching and a competent organization looks well, like, Abby. Now, now again, he was four for five on that touchdown drive, and then he was four for nine the rest of the way. I know. So, I know. you know. But, know. but a lot was thrown on him. He was, it, That's a tough part to come into the game when you're down like that and have to throw yourself back into the game and you can't use a lot of the offense. So I, I just say chalk this one up for Baltimore. Injuries hurt San Francisco on the old line, but Baltimore looked good. And Lamar Jackson, it's always so amazing to see when you're at the top sport, you have the most elite players in that sport in the world, and one guy just looks different still. Yep. Right? And mm-hmm. that's Lamar. I mean, his movement, the frustration – let me, let me tell you, I – I would look so bad rushing against him because I was not a great pass rusher by any stretch of the imagination. And to have that guy, I I would have to get so lucky to get a hand on him. He is incredible. I mean, he he makes great athletes look silly. Warner. It's unbelievable with how smooth he looks. Oh, that one. When he's running and Fred Warner's got him one-on-one, I mean, come on. There's no shot. And nothing against Fred Warner, who's a great running back. This is just literally one of the most elite athletes in the world uh, showing his stuff in the open field. It's ridiculous how athletic this guy is. And again, as we said, they got him some weapons. 
He ends up throwing over 250, no interceptions, two touchdowns. That's the key, no interceptions. So big night for Baltimore. Look good. Mike, I'll, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. I remember speaking to Dominique Foxworth. I was on the telephone with him. He was out at uh, Ravens training camp. He's a former Raven, of course, won a Super Bowl there. Uh, and he was watching practice. And this is early in Lamar's career. And he said, uh, he goes, do you know how hard it is on a field of world-class athletes yes, yes. for one of the guys to stand out head and shoulders above everyone else? And I said, must be pretty difficult. He goes, Lamar Jackson's that guy. He is. I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy how good he is. And he, listen, he's completing over 66% of his passes for the year, still in single digits on interceptions with seven as 19 touchdowns. But his running, you know, is ridiculous of what he does. Well, I think he's close to 800 yards uh, now with a couple of games to go. They win this week. And, oh, by the way, another, you know, we talked oh. about the great matchup of oh. Baltimore and San Francisco. Now we go wow. right to Baltimore and Miami. Yes. And if Baltimore wins this game, that they're they're the number one seed uh, in, in the AFC. Before we get to that game, because I do think what happened last night actually benefits the Dolphins, because all the talk leading up to this game will be about Baltimore, Lamar winning the MVP, and the Dolphins just kind of sailing under uh, the radar there. But before we get there, Mike, you know this. Baltimore, no one ever talks about this. Oh, or at least I feel like no one ever talks about this. I think we all know they're one of the great organizations in the NFL. Yeah. But when everyone starts talking about best head coach in the NFL, you'll get Kyle Shanahan. Right. You'll get Andy Reid. You'll get Bill Belichick. You know what name you rarely get? It's John Harbaugh. He's one of the best coaches in the NFL, Mike. He is. And, and you know what? One of the differences, you know, you talked about Andy Reid. Now, now Belichick, obviously, what has been talked about, but Andy Reid calls plays. Kyle Shanahan calls plays. You know, so that that adds to it as well. John Harbaugh is just what he is—a great coach. Yeah, this is a guy who was a special team coach, that became a head coach, and now has the longevity of Mike Tomlin. You know, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. You know, and what he has done. You're right; it's a heck of an organization um, that that has just built very well. And now we finally, as we we always say, finally build around your quarterback and they finally did a little bit this year so that i mean we, we've done this so every week too and mikey yeah, we, yep. we almost change weekly at least the last couple of weeks it's been san francisco's the dominant team san francisco's the dominant team but before that they had their three-game losing streak philly had their three-game losing streak still doesn't look all that great yet buffalo's been up and down it's like who do we pick the cowboys look great and then they get smoked so it's like who do you pick now so you know, the flavor of the week is Baltimore. <laughs> it's funny how that works. So you mentioned the Dolphins, and I'm wondering here, Mike, because that game is coming up, and essentially whoever wins that game is going to be the one seed uh, in the AFC. So it is a monster game, 1 o'clock uh, in Baltimore, Dolphins in Baltimore. But what do you make of the Dolphins, Mike? Because they did the one thing that uh, people criticized them for. They hadn't played it. They hadn't beaten a good team. Well, they didn't just beat a good team. Yeah. They beat the team, as you just pointed out, that two weeks ago was everyone's best team in the NFL. And, Mike, they did it with defense. And I think that's encouraging for Dolphins and their fan base. I, I Listen, we know about the power of their offense. So, And as we always talk about going into you know, uh, the playoffs, how's your running game, how's your defense? Because that, that's one of the things that's obviously going to carry you far is how well you are there because of the, the possibility of, of weather that you may travel to. And now Miami could pull it out and be the number one seed and everything goes through Miami. But they're sitting there in a the top five, you know, in defense. 
you know, I don't know if the expectation was there. You knew Cleveland would be up there. You knew Baltimore would be up there. Kansas City, you know, has been up there as well, though not so much as of late. But, you know, here's Miami. You know, they were they came into the weekend second to Baltimore in sacks. Yes. I mean, again, you ask people to guess who it would be. I don't think many were guessing Miami. So give a lot of credit there to what's going on uh, with with that team. But Vic Fangio, right, going down there and doing his yep. thing. Yes. I mean, you know, he's he's been a defensive guy, obviously, his entire life. And I talked to me and Mike talked to Bradley Chubb a week or so ago and about the difference of Vic Fangio, because when Bradley Chubb was in Denver and Vic was the the head coach, to now the coordinator and just running the defense. And Bradley was like, listen, we always loved this guy's defense. You know, what it was about. He just had, obviously, different responsibilities when you're the head coach. But now he can just focus on the defense again. And that's a, a monster, monster thing. Because you already have a team that you could get away with outscoring an opponent because of the talent you have. You know, as long as you keep those guys healthy, you had Tyreek nicked a little bit. Waddle's been nicked a little bit. Those guys, I mean, and those guys are like, as as my son Mike would put it, it, it when they get nicked, it's like a pebble can can bounce up off the road into an engine on a Ferrari. It doesn't take much, and they could be they could be nicked a little bit. But if they're on, you know, they can stick with a team and win 35, 32, 38, 35. But to know now that you could have a defense that could stifle an offense. That is huge. That I mean, what what a man. we just said, wow, the game of the year in Baltimore, San Francisco. And now this Baltimore Miami game is monstrous. It really is. Uh, I've been saying all year, Mike, I wonder if you agree. I've been saying the entire year. If the Dolphins now I think they have to get the one the the one seed to have a shot, but if they do get that one seed and it's two home games to the Super Bowl, the Dolphins have a really good chance because at that stadium. Man, they're a different team, Mike. They're just better at home, like most teams, than they are on the road, but they're dominant at home. Yeah, it's like we talked about the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been dominant at home and not as good on the road. Right. That shows. So, and now they're most likely going to be the fifth seed and have to do everything on the road. So, a lot of people are kind of saying, pushing them to the side. So, but Miami is the other way uh, now, you know, to be able to have everything and have the decent weather. I mean, the worst thing in the world you want to do if you're from Miami is have to go to Buffalo or eventually to, you know, any, any kind of a snow place that snows in Kansas City, you know, because now look. Or back to Baltimore. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because yes. now look, you have Patrick Holmes and, and doing something he's never done. He's yep. going to have to go on the road Good. You know, for to, to win. Yeah. So yeah. it's different for them. So it comes down. And, and for me, I'm looking forward to it because. If Miami were to lose this game, or I'm sorry, if Miami were to, yeah, if Miami were to lose this game to Baltimore, week 18 schedule, you know, hasn't been set yet. It may be if Buffalo wins this week and Miami loses the Sunday night game that I get to go to, like I'm doing Green Bay at Minnesota this Sunday. Next week, it might be Buffalo at Miami, and that would be for the division. If Miami loses this coming week, and and Buffalo wins. Right. Buffalo would be one loss behind. But if they beat Miami, they would have swept Miami. Same record. They would win the division. We could be talking about Miami being the number one seed, and in two weeks they could only get as as good as the five seed. I mean, yep. it's I, it's crazy how it's what's going on. It's uh it's that kind of season, Mike. It's so great because this week you have like just about every game has some sort of meaning to somebody. I mean, you have Bucks and Saints, you have Colts and Raiders, you have Seahawks and Steelers. All those games are monster games for these Huge. teams, Mike. Huge, because you're not just looking at the top. Like I said, my game is is Green Bay at Minnesota. You know, Big game. That, 
that that's the eight and tenth seed right now, just right. on the outside looking in, both with seven and eight records. And when you say eighth and or tenth seed, you're like, oh, they're gonna be no. I mean, this the, the seventh is is just eight and seven. They're all just one game by the Rams, which man Woof. are playing well right now. And Seattle are the six seven slot at eight and seven. So and, and nothing's gonna happen to Dallas. They're, they're gonna keep that five seed, but pretty much it looks like. Uh, so yeah, every, all of these games are becoming very big, not just for the top, but for, it's just like, we're going to talk about next year in the, the college playoffs. We're going to be arguing over eight through 14, right? And here we're trying to see who's going to get, you know, five or, or six, seven, it can go all the way down. Whoever the 10th and 11th seed is now still has a shot for it. So very exciting. Uh, check him out, Gojo and Golik, weekdays 8 to 10 on the DraftKings Network and also wherever you get your podcast, Golik and Smeddy as well. He's got, uh, you have the Vikings and Packers coming up yep. this weekend uh, and we will get to uh, the Chiefs here in a second. We also have a, uh, well, we have a special feature for you that Billy oh. started last week, Mike. If the season ended today, we will finish up with that, okay? Right. <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. why Mikey was smiling when you brought up the Lions, I believe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. The Rams and the Lions. Oh, my God, if the season ended yep. now. All right, we'll get to that in a second, though. But, Mike, I am wondering, are you surprised? We had Baker Mayfield. You and I spoke to yes. Baker Mayfield in Lake Tahoe before the season started. Are you surprised it's gone this well for Baker, uh, Baker Mayfield in Tampa? No, because this is kind of what he does. He's He can be a guy you kind of grab. Players love him. He's such a team guy. Yes. Players love him. O-linemen love him. I mean, he's just a great teammate. But unfortunately, he could just be inconsistent. But he'll have a consistent year and he'll play really well. And you'll be like, okay, that's the number one pick in the draft. And then he'll play horribly and turn the ball over a ton of times. And all of a sudden you go like, ah, that's the Baker Mayfield. I'm sure there's a lot of people right now that are saying, oh, he's fooled Tampa Bay into making him the top quarterback next year. And then next year you'll see the real Baker Mayfield. (laughs) You know what? Screw that. Dude's (laughs) playing ball right now. And that's all you can go on. What have you done for me lately? And right now he's not turning the ball over again. I keep saying I look at that INT column for quarterbacks because in in this year of it's been more defense and offense, the worst thing you can do as an offense is turn the ball over, give the other team's offense another possession and maybe field position, and he's not doing that. 26 touchdowns now and, what, eight interceptions? I mean, he looks great. He, In my opinion, he deserves to keep being the quarterback of that team because also, remember, they're not going to have a high pick. And you're talking about maybe two to possibly three true graded first round picks, but we know how it works. There'll be four, maybe five quarterbacks taken in the first round because teams just can't help themselves and say, I can make this guy, you know, like a first rounder, but they're not going to be in a position to pick high. So if they wanted to get one of those type of quarterbacks, they'd have to trade assets and they might just go, we're good here. Right. We're good here. But, but unfortunately, you know how people are. It's like the potential of someone you haven't seen to, we know Baker Mayfield, look how he's playing this year. But back in 2019, he had 22 touchdowns and 21 interceptions. You know, which Baker Mayfield are we going to get? Or is he going to get hurt? Because that dude will throw himself into anybody. Well, Mike, that's what I love about it. Mike, Mike, the guys in Tampa, these are guys, most of them played with Tom Brady and won a Super Bowl. And they're like, hey. We love the way Baker competes. Yeah. I love yeah. that shit, man. Do you know, you know where Baker would be fun to watch if he weren't, if he had this attitude and was a Buffalo Bill fan? 
and not a right. football player. Could right. you imagine him out, out in the in the tailgate, the flaming tables he would be bouncing off of <laughs> with his attitude, man? I love his attitude. I love him. Yeah. And and I he's a guy I wish would just would would play consistently well because I I I, I just love what he does. I, he's doing it I now, always, Mike. I always think of it as a teammate, and he is. Right. So that's the question. Will Tampa Bay hold on to that and say, okay, you're our guy going forward? Maybe they'll still get a quarterback, you know, but but give give uh you know Baker the reins, which but if they get a quarterback in the first round, you always know that's the end of the story. But I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Uh they may take one later on in the draft. I, I think Baker's gonna get that shot. Good on him. Good for him. Mike, a lot of the success that Tampa Bay quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Baker, Mayfield have had is because of Mike Evans, and yes. he's gonna be a free agent. So if Tampa is stuck with a decision to keep Evans or Baker, do you hmm. think they keep Baker? See, I don't know their money situation because here's right. the thing. Both are old, both are are vets. So if you're going to win, you're going to need them both to win. It's not like you're going to start rebuilding something and say, okay, let's keep Baker, but let's get rid of the guy who for what, 9, 10, 20 straight years has got has been a 1,000-yard yeah. receiver. Even he's though great. he is getting up there in age and he gets nicked every now and then, you're going to win. you got you got a group right now that you need to add to, and you don't want to take away a big part, even though Mike Evans, like I said, he is, he's been there a while. When did he get, when did he get in the league? And uh, it, it's, gosh, uh, 2014, you know? So he's been there a while, but he's still playing great. So I, I don't think you can subtract one of those pieces. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975. We were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years, and then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Uh, Mike, Joe Flacco, who is about, I don't know, two or three years younger than you are. Uh, you have to love this story. You're from Cleveland. You have to love this story, Flacco. This, it's so great. How how could – I'm trying to think of who else because we kept, kept saying D'Amico Ryans for a while, right? And what he was yes. doing in Houston. Right. How does Kevin Stefanski not win Coach of the Year? And earlier on, they were talking about, you know, do we need to get rid of this guy? You have four quarterbacks, and you're solidly in the fifth slot. For the playoffs, and because oh by the way, the other team in your division in Baltimore is going to be the number one seed. I get it. You're on your fourth quarterback, and you you have ten wins, ten wins with the potential of twelve wins. Crazy. I mean, that is unreal what they have done. And oh by the way, you lost Nick Chubb as well, yeah. one of the best running backs in the league, and you've made chicken salad out of that one. 
Uh, Amari Cooper, it was was unbelievable. And Joku is getting a lot more, you know, in sync with, with Flacco. And we know what that defense is about. They, to me, are probably one of the best stories this year because as we talk about teams that go through two, three, there's a couple with four. I think Minnesota's gone through four quarterbacks as well. And this team is a 10-win team with four quarterbacks. Incredible. I mean, it kind of makes kind of makes the owners and Haslam may, maybe cringe every time they have to sign Deshaun Watson's check every week to say, we got 10 wins without this guy. Right. <laughs> you know, what do yes. we give him 230 mil for, which a lot of people are asking. Don't write off D'Amico Ryan yet because C.J. Stratt yeah. should be coming out of protocol. Yeah. They couldn't make the playoffs and then go they to the could. Super Bowl for all we know this year. I mean, <laughs> they could. I mean, that's crazy, Mike. The whole season's crazy. They have been incredible. Obviously, losing Tank Dell hurt, and they get Nico Collins. They'll get him back. But if they can get Stroud back, they're sitting just one slot away from the Colts, you know, and they have the same record. So, yeah, these next couple of weeks are going to be a lot of fun to watch. They, they have the same the record as the Jaguars, who lead the division. Right. Ja- Jacksonville is starting, or in, in all honesty, that division is starting to, we always rip the NFC South. The AFC South is starting to look like the NFC South, right? right. Where, where you're barely going to get a, maybe a, well, you can't have a 500. One game over 500 or one game below 500 is going to win the division. We kept mocking the NFC South about that, but now at least the, the leader in the division, Tampa, has a winning division. It's the uh, South. It yeah, is. It I is. know, but here, here, it's here's not the great the Southeastern thing. Conference. It's just not worth it. <laughs> but Mikey, yeah, they play the Titans, the Texans do this weekend, and then final week of the season, they play the Colts. I yep. mean, what a yep. year this is. Yeah, been absolutely <laughs> incredible. So right. we really start the, the you know, you'll make the playoffs if, 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 and, or all that stuff starts, which makes my eyes glaze over. Hurts my, hurts my head. All right, before we get yeah, to it. I just wish the, the season ended today. Right, if the season did end today. Before we get to it, though, let's get his thoughts. Let's get Mike Golick's thoughts here. Mike, the Chiefs, what is going on? Three of the last four games, they have scored less than 20 points. Yesterday, they could sit there and complain about Kadarius Toney, the offensive oh, line, this no. and that. Don't yesterday, and Travis Kelsey could throw his helmet all he wants, okay? Yep. Yesterday, Mahomes fumble, terrible fumble, terrible interception, should have thrown two more. That game was on Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to hear from those two guys bitching nope. about their, their teammates. Nope. Some of this is on them, okay? Wow. So I don't know what's going on in Kansas City, Mike, but this is this is unlike anything we've ever seen from Patrick Mahomes. There was the, there was the um, when Mahomes went down, it looked like, I don't know if he was berating the O-line or really trying to get, get on the O-line. Maybe he was trying to encourage him or whatever. And then he has a bad mistake on the field. I'm like, an O-lineman should go over in front of him and the other quarterbacks and right. start you know, going at him. You're right. They have they, they could sit there and bitch and moan and complain. And and they, they haven't done it as much now after the Kadarius-Tony offside stuff. And, and listen, I heard Mahomes after the game, and he's right. He said, we have to clean up our mistakes. And he's right, whether it's drop passes or penalties or whatever it is, they have to clean up their own mistakes. But we kept we keep giving a team like them the benefit of the doubt, correct? That they won't have as many penalties or they won't drop as many balls or they won't do this or they won't do that because they, it's just like we would give to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in New England all the time. Well, it's them. They'll figure it out. And we always say, well, it's Andy Reid, Mahomes, Kelsey. They'll figure it out. Right now, it's a struggle for them. They, they, they don't put the fear into anybody anymore. You know, kudos to Rasheed Rice. He has really kind of stepped so up as that other the receiver who we've been waiting waiting to find. But they're not putting the fear into anybody. 
uh, anymore. They're not the defense, which for a while was just absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, they, they haven't been what they have been um, uh, for a while now. I'm, I'm sitting there trying to, I mean, they, 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 they gave up a little over 300 yards to Kansas City, but that's still a team that's used to getting so much more. And the Raiders certainly aren't world beaters, but there, there has to be a lot of introspective looking in Kansas City. They're frustrated just by what Mahomes is doing, just by what Kelsey is doing. These guys are used to being the number one seed in a fight for the Super Bowl every year. Now they have to go on the road. They're not as good, and it's showing in their frustration. So what a test for them to try and see if they can collect themselves or if they're just going to implode. I look forward to seeing him go on the road and trying to get it done, yep. I do, because they've never had yep. to do it before. Are you gonna be, to Mike, are you going to be surprised if Kansas City makes it to the Super Bowl? Not wins it, it just makes it. In, in all honesty, I will. Now you will, I, right? I will wow, that's, because, that's interesting. Because they're not playing as good as they've been, and for the first time, they've got to go on the road. They've got to, It's a road trip for them to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I, I think there are teams playing. Now, again, it's week to week now, but Baltimore, Miami, you could pick teams, maybe even Buffalo. Let's see how they finish up. Uh, that that are playing better. Now, could Kansas City put it together and make a run? That wouldn't shock us. But this year, it would surprise me a little bit with the way they're playing and now changing to go on the road. There is going to be a team like uh, Miami or Baltimore when when Patrick Mahomes comes strolling into the stadium and they've had such great regular seasons and they're going to say to themselves, what the fuck did we do to deserve yeah. this? You know, yeah, How about this? We got this guy coming in here. We pray for a lot of – though, though you know, you do, there are places you don't want snow. I mean, you want a good track for Lamar. You know, you want good weather for Lamar if everything goes through Baltimore. Correct. You know, because this guy is is just a magician. Mike, let me tell you, Mahomes is not going to sweat coming down to Miami to play the Dolphins. I promise no, you that. No, no, he is not. <laughs> no, no he's listen, not. <laughs> listen, they're going to have confidence, but but it's they they showed cracks in the in the wall this year without question that that haven't been fixed just yet. All right, let's quickly get to if the season ended today. Mikey A is going to give us the playoff matchups. <laughs> We're going to give him our thoughts on if the season ended today. Because if the season did end today, there would be some delightful, amazing yeah, playoff matchups. So, uh, Mikey A, the floor is yours. If the season ended today, next year, remind me to start this week one, okay? All right, if the season ended today in the AFC, Baltimore would be your one seed. Right? Yep. So your first game would be the Indianapolis Colts at the Miami Dolphins. Right. Dolphins. We can move yep. quickly. Dolphins. Move, yep, Dolphins. Yep. We're moving on that. Dolphins one. blow them out. Yep. Okay. Possibly my favorite matchup in the AFC because, again, much like the Patriots and Colts for years, oh, we're going to wow. again see the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Wow. In Kansas City. Wow. Yep. If the season ended today. Yeah, right, if the right, season exactly. ended today. Right. What, I wish it I did. Mean, I mean, what I mean, this, this is a game that where, where, where we had a rule change in overtime, right? Because right. of these yeah. two yes. teams. Yes. So, I'd take Buffalo here, Mike. I, I would. Th right now, I would probably take Buffalo, but that's one that if Kansas City won it, I would, would not be the least bit shocked. But for the purposes of this, I would take Buffalo. Same. Allen, Allen Mahomes becoming the new Manning Brady, or at least this kind of version of it. Well, I mean, that's what we're looking at, right? Because, yeah, all the other teams don't have starting quarterbacks out there. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, only the top teams do. It's weird. Right. It's exactly right. It's yes. exactly right. Well, yes. yep. well, then we move on to a team with a juggernaut uh, starting quarterback. The Cleveland Browns would travel <laughs> He's to the Jacksonville Bowl. Jaguars. Yep. Oh, I would take I, the Browns. 
How do we have any faith in Jacksonville? At I this don't. Point? I don't. I, and, and, if the then, season ended today. Then Cleveland's defense, I mean, absolutely uh, uh, fantastic how they're playing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would – You'd have, I mean, remember, they just played a couple of weeks ago. Cleveland won 31 27 in that one, but I would definitely take Cleveland, yes. And Joe Flacco is not going to sweat going to Jacksonville simply because he doesn't sweat. And so, there you go. Right, exactly right. Joe Cool. All right, so uh, that's the AFC, right, Mike? That's the AFC. Moving to the NFC. See, Mike, it's a quick game, painless, you know? I like this. I like this. Okay. If the season ended today, San Francisco would be your number one seed. Right. And your first game would be a rematch of two weeks ago. Seattle would travel to Philadelphia this time. I mean, I, I still got to go with Philly. Even though Philly is not what they've been, I would still take them over Seattle. I still like that D-line of Philly. Secondary, you know, worries me. Or the back seven a little bit. They've been having their troubles. And you're dealing with DK Metcalf and Lockett, which is tough. But I, I, I would still go with Philly there. Uh, I would take Philly as well. I, I, I got a feeling Philly's going back to the Super Bowl. All right, next game. Yeah, so we both take Philly there. Yes. This is a beauty this, coming up. This might be my favorite <laughs> game of, uh, of the entire weekend. I need it to happen. Yeah. The Rams traveling to Detroit to take oh, on Jared Goff. Settles everything. I mean. <laughs> wow. That is. You couldn't ask for a better – I mean, listen, when the NFL okay. scripts out the season before the season starts, yes. you <laughs> They had good writers for that one. <laughs> yes. yeah. You couldn't ask for a better script right now. Both teams, the one thing in, – in, in doing games for both these teams, the one thing I said about them both is the depth of talent. We've already talked about San Francisco and their depth of talent on offense. You can say the same thing about Detroit, which I did is when I saw him beat Denver. And then the same thing about the Rams when I covered them beating New Orleans. Just the way they can spread the ball around to different receivers. So this one may fall on the defensive side of the ball. Do I go with the home team here? Man, because I, I, I picked Detroit to make it to the – the NFC championship game this year. Uh, if Stafford really cares about those fans in that city, he will let Detroit steamroll the Rams. Right? He's already <laughs> yeah. won his oh, Super yeah. Bowl. That's, what, I mean. that's what he's going to do, yeah. But, uh, it's he's amazing. such a good guy. Amazing yeah. Detroit. The last time they won their division, it wasn't even. it's not even a division in the NFL. I would take the Rams here, Mike. I would. I, like, I know you're waffling a bit. I w- it's a I, tough game to pick. I take I, the Rams. I, 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 this would be a pick em for me, but because I picked Detroit to go to the NFC title game, I will take Detroit to win at home, but this is easily a pick for me. So good. All right, Such great, a great game. game. Your final game of the weekend, Dallas Cowboys going on the road, which, yeah. which to Baker. they've proven is to a Baker. little bit different to Baker. to Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> All right, Mike, Mike, before you respond, yeah. I do subscribe to the theory that Dallas and that controlled environment uh, yes. at home is a much better team than they are uh, on the road. Tampa, it can get muddy there. The field, they muck yep. it up. I would take the Bucks to beat the Cowboys in this game. Let me the ten and five Cowboys traveling to the eight and seven Buccaneers. <laughs> I, you know what, Stu? I'll go with you because that slop, that track can get sloppy. Yes, and and Tampa knows how to play on that. And and Dallas has not been good on the road. They could be. They can look great and they can look awful. Uh, and and Tampa Bay just got something about them right now, man. They're they're like the little engine that could, right? They yep. just keep going and going, and Baker just keeps going and going. And I, I'm I, I'm one of those. If you don't have a rooting interest in a team, well, people will hear they either love the Cowboys or hate them. So we know how that goes. 
But Tampa's a fun team to root for. It's like, oh, we don't think they can go that far, but maybe they can get a game. Well, you know what? I'll pick them as well to get this game. Uh, I don't ask for much, man. Like, I, well, I do. I ask for plenty. But uh, listen, just give me Bucks and Browns in the Super Bowl. Just give it to me. Give me Baker versus the Browns in the Super Bowl, please. That, that would be amazing. <laughs> My wife actually picked the Browns and the Lions to be in the Super Bowl. Wow. So I don't know how many people went down that road. When did she do this? Beginning of the season. Oh, wow. I mean, she's, listen, I'm not going to be shocked by anything. (laughs) I I still think the best, the biggest and best surprise this year has been the Browns. I'll go back to it. You'll be on your fourth quarterback and have 10 wins. Yeah. It's just absolutely amazing. So we'll see where they can go. But I like this game. I like this game better than your BCS ranking. All right. We found something that you like. We'll do it again every week, starting week one. And next year, we'll do it starting week one. one. (laughs) See, now now I hate you guys again. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Week one, we're going to do the first-round playoffs, huh? (laughs) Gojo and Golik, 8 to 10 every morning on the DraftKings Network and wherever you get your podcast. Golik and Samedi as well. He's got the Vikings and Packers coming up uh, this weekend. Check him out there. Who got you the nicest gift? Of everyone in the family, who got you the nicest holiday gift? I am still waiting uh, for some gifts. I have not received any gifts. <laughs> really? <laughs> what can I tell you? No. In all honesty, we don't really get gifts anymore. I mean, okay. we're kind of we're kind of one of those that that kind of if we need it, we get it. So yeah, it's a. You know what the gift is? Let me get mushy here. The gift is my grandkids, my Perfect. kids, and my grandkids. The best. Right? Yep. So that that's football. the best. That's a very yeah. cool thing. And God bless football. God bless football. We're going to have a gift for you, by the way. Uh, I believe next week, right, Mikey? I'm not spoiling it. We just we're going to have a gift next if, week. If, correct? if you if you bring on Tony Baselli again, isn't no. that just continually regifting? No, no, you're right. It is. We it's changed the wrapping. Right. <laughs> Someone gifted me a friendship with Tony Baselli, and I keep passing it along to you. <laughs> oh, God. God bless football, Mike Golick. God. Bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, everyone. Please give me Browns and Bucks. Oh. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.